You are listening to episode 14 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. For those listeners in the United States, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I decided to have a little bit of fun with today's episode and go over the concept called the reversed bucket list. Now, even if you're not in the States or you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, the reverse bucket list concept radiates gratitude, and that's something that we can all use more of in our life. So tune in, turn it up, and let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business, and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith, and thanks for tuning in to another episode. Thanksgiving is probably one of the most underrated holidays in the United States, and I love it so much because cards aren't required, neither are gifts, presents over presents is the name of the game, and for some reason, getting dressed up to go out to the kitchen on this day just makes good old American sense. I had an idea in my mind to do a Thanksgiving episode, but I was struggling on the concept of what it would look like. That was until I went to add some items to my very own bucket list, and I came across a challenge called the reversed bucket list. The idea seemed simple enough. Instead of opening and expanding your mind with dreams and high hopes of the future, you consciously shift into a mode of reflection and gratitude. With the reverse bucket list, you list things that you've already accomplished and be mindfully grateful for the journey. Fun, right? So while doing this challenge, I found myself thinking a few things. The first being that I almost didn't feel like I was being grateful. I felt like I was bragging about my accomplishments or experiences. And then I had to give myself a good old reality check and remind myself that these moments in life are ones that I truly cherish. And the purpose of this challenge is to help me see what I already have and what I've had and not what I want. The second thought was that I was doubting myself if this list was quote-unquote good enough, or maybe it was too average. You see, I, I found myself thinking, so many people have done these things. And again, I had to give myself a reality check and change my mindset to so many people haven't done these things. So shifting that inner conversation while writing this list really helped me complete it. So here we go, 22 items on my reverse bucket list, I chose 22 because Thanksgiving falls on the 22nd, and if you know me well, you know I love numbers, and 22 is a master number in numerology. All right, so here we go. Number one. Oh, this is too appropriate for number one, but I launched this podcast, which is now nation and worldwide in over 10 countries. If you would have told me five years ago, or dang, even a year ago, that I'd be a host of a worldwide podcast, and that's being listened to on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, and beyond... I probably would have laughed, but now, oh, now this podcast is a huge piece of me and I am so extremely grateful for the journey. Number two, I started my own business. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast since episode one, you know that I had my LLC in hand before I graduated college. Seven years later, that LLC is still rocking. Number three, I self-published a book. My book, Mind Love, Bite-Sized Thought Nuggets to Fuel Your Life, has sold incredibly well. With a little help from a mentor and a lot of my own personal research, I figured out how to self-publish my first full book within two months from start to finish. Number four, 
I have been to more campgrounds than I care to admit. (laughs) My mom was a campground manager for most of my youth, and we traveled to various campgrounds in numerous states, from Maine to Wisconsin, every summer for years. One summer, we almost did a rolling tour of campgrounds, and we campground hopped. I saw a lot of cool places and seemed to easily make friends along the way. Number five, I cheered in the Pro Bowl in Hawaii. The funny story about this is in order to get chosen for the Pro Bowl, each cheer team gives five ribbons, and each ribbon is in a different color. So five girls are chosen to wear this ribbon on their shoe at a certain competition, and each color of ribbon had a specific judge that was watching that girl perform, and they decided if he, or I guess she or he, because you know they could be men too, was... Pro Bowl material. So I had competed for three years before finally being chosen by a coach to have this ribbon on my shoe. The night before this big competition, I got kicked in the face while catching a girl and I fractured my jaw. So while I probably shouldn't have competed the next day, I was determined to get my bid to Hawaii. Needless to say, I got that bid and the entire trip was beyond expensive, but my parents were so supportive and made sure that I was able to go on the trip. During halftime, my friends and I performed on the 40-yard line um, and we were two rows back from the front and we, we just had a blast. Number six, I swam under a waterfall in Bali. I'm not sure what else needs to be said about that other than it was magical. Okay, number seven, I went skydiving with my sister. And I can proudly say that I can typically talk my sister into doing almost anything, usually the type of things that she wouldn't do without me. So for her 30th birthday a few years ago, we went skydiving over the coast of Florida. We got to see the Kennedy Space Center from above as well as the ocean. It was one of the coolest yet fastest experiences of my life, but being able to share it with my sister definitely made it a hundred times more amazing. Speaking of the Kennedy Space Center, this leads me right into number eight. I have witnessed more rocket launches than I can even count. So many I've seen from my own backyard, and let me tell you, no matter how many I've watched, it never gets any less amazing. Number nine, Well, becoming a mother has just changed me. I'm sure most parents are able to say that, but these little humans fill my heart with so much love that I didn't even know was missing until I had them. So number nine is just becoming a mother. Number 10, modern medicine. Modern medicine has literally saved my life on more than one occasion. From bad asthma attacks to hemorrhaging after childbirth, I've just got to be grateful for modern medication. It's not something I take every day. I usually try to go the holistic approach, but dang, sometimes you just need it. Number 11, taking the leap to move 900 miles away from Maryland to Florida with no job security and just enough money to get by. That was one of the biggest leaps of my life. And I'm just so grateful that in that moment, I just dared to to take that leap and step into the unknown. Now, number 12 is not something that a lot of people can say, but I have had a friendship for over 25 years and I'm only 30 years old, but most of my childhood friends are still my best friends today. And I value our friendship on so many levels. Number 13, I have been the voice of numerous companies' advertisement videos, which is pretty cool. 
My voice helps rep their brand, and that's not something I ever thought would happen. Number 14, travel alone boldly. I have flown more times solo than I have with others, regardless if it's across the world, across the country, or even just a few states away. Traveling alone is something I actually quite enjoy, and I have really stepped into owning it. Number 15, the ability to forgive and grow. There's a lot I could say about that, but this is something that I am conquering every single day in different ways, but I have forgiven a lot of people in my past and it just feels great. I know a lot of people hang on to that type of stuff all of their life and the ability to forgive and grow from it is just an experience that has made me a better person. Number 16, summers in a neighborhood full of kids. Oh my gosh, I had the best neighborhood kids growing up. We would play laser tag or midnight, which was our version of hide and go seek. We played basketball until the streetlights came on. They are some of my favorite childhood memories and being able to just play all summer, the best childhood ever. Number 17, I got to experience being blessed by a high priestess in Bali. I've also been baptized by my pastor when I was a kid, but just having this whole, I'm not like a super religious person, which a lot of people don't know uh, because my family are very religious, but I'm more, I'm just more spiritual in general. And, but having the experience of both of those is so cool. And it really just makes you think of the rooted reason as to like what a blessing is. Number 18, I have been to concerts of so many different genres from country, hip hop, rap, reggae, punk rock, hard rock, even classical. I've been to concerts all over the United States and actually even all over the world because I went to the Bali Spirit Festival and saw so many great musicians there. But a lot of people don't get to experience concerts or they've only been to one. And I love the experience that concerts, and just music in general provide. Number 19, I have dipped my toes in the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico, the Bali Sea, the Chesapeake Bay, as well as countless lakes, rivers, all throughout the United States. It's just really cool. I've actually met people who have never been to an ocean or to like a large body of water, and it kind of blows my mind, but in the same breath, just really makes me be grateful for all of these experiences that I have had. Number 20, I have gone ice skating in New York City at Christmas time. This is something I can't even wait to take my kids to do because New York City feels so magical around Christmas and ice skating outdoors with all of the lights around just feels even more special. Number 21, I stayed in a palace in Prague. Yep, a real palace. And it's funny because when I was there, I told my friend that I felt like I was home. Like I felt like I had royal blood in me, but don't laugh because I actually found out that this was true, which leads me to the last one. Number 20, learning my family heritage. Now this is something I've wanted to do for a long time. Just find out what, what am I composed of? Where did I come from? And last year for Christmas, I received an ancestry DNA kit. After getting my results back, I have, these were my, um, my results. So 68% Great Britain, 19% Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and 13% Germanic, 
Europe. So that I'm pretty European. And then I decided to dig deeper into the history of it. Once I started doing that, I found out through my paternal grandmother's side, my dad's mom's side, that my 17th great-grandfather was King Henry I of England. There's also so many dukes and duchesses on my family tree on my mom's side. I also learned that on my dad's dad's side, that my ancestors were part of the founding community that started my hometown of Boonesboro, Maryland. And my family has literally been there since its founding. Kicking it back even further, my 11th great-grandfather on my dad's side was Richard the Bullsmith, and Richard rescued the daughter of the Native American chief. In return, the chief told Richard that he could claim as much land as he wanted, but he had to ride a bull, and he only had one day to stake out the land. So Richard Smith, who I've read was a wise businessman, chose to ride his bull on the longest day of the year, which was the first day of summer, in order to secure more land. And this area of land is now Smithtown, New York. Richard the Bullsmith statue is proudly displayed within the town. I'm going to make it there one day. <laughs> I'm going to see this guy's statue um, just because I think it's so cool to know about your family heritage, where you came from, and all of the people who, uh, who paved the way and were almost like the trailblazers, right? So I think it's also really cool that one day, my future great-great-great-great-grandchildren might look back at me and be like, yo, my 10th great-grandma was a podcast host and an author. Like, how cool was she? I mean, I can only hope for that. But I have, like, I take pride in these people that I read about and I learn about because they are part of my family's history, and that is just so important to me. So there you have it, the 22 items on my reversed bucket list. Once I finished my list, I reflected on it for a while and realized how grateful I am for the adventures I've had and how proud I am of myself, of my all of my accomplishments. I think this is something I'll probably add to more frequently to keep me humble and grateful. I encourage you to take the reverse bucket list challenge. And if you decide to do so, let me know or tag me in a post. I'd love to see what you are most proud of so I can be proud of you with you. Now, tomorrow, I'll be spending the day with my family at my aunt's house in Orlando. Our Thanksgiving table is the most beautiful table every year. My aunt really goes out of her way to make this holiday feel so warm and cheerful. If you want to see our table, I'll post a picture on my Instagram at MindBizLife, as well as in this week's episode notes on MindBizLife.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and beyond. Your reviews help others find this podcast and serve as feedback to me on what you want to hear more of. I'm wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving filled with friends, family, blessings, and a plate or two of delicious food. I'll see you back here next week. And until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.